This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straup, and this is your Monday, April 19th episode. That means it's your serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups. We're going to be looking at some notable players rostered in 40% of Yahoo leagues or less, including a couple of our favorite young centers who are still below that 40% threshold, some undrafted players making serious noise, and more. That is all coming up in just a minute. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. And I'm joined now by Steve Alexander, who, after a week of smashing Golden Tee records in Florida, is back in the attic. Steve, how goes it? Matt, it's going well. Brian Rosenworcel and I are in a playoff points league matchup right now. And he's oh, he's wow. never played in that league before. And it's it's kind of weird. Like I'm the home team because I had the better record. So I get a I get a three point bonus <laughs> thrown on. Uh, and he, he's, he's very, he gets really mad when he loses. And, uh, so he texted me on like Wednesday. He's like, well, it's over. I lost this guy and this guy and this guy, Jamal Murray, I'm done. And then, uh, lo and behold, I lost Zach Levine and Donovan Mitchell back to back. I've Steph Curry and his wrecked ankle. I've got Gary Trent, his wrecked ankle. So the bottom line is it went from looking like a, Doctor, a blowout and a marching on to uh, Rosenworcel currently has a one sixteen point five one to one fifteen point six eight lead on me. So less than one with, point. Uh, only Sunday's games to go, but I've got a lot more guys going than him. No, it's also week weekly league, which he hates, so he can't he can't like throw any guys in his lineup today. 
So this is different scoring than people who play in points leagues are probably familiar with. Like that score seems a little little yeah. low. Well, yeah, this is a, a weird CBS weekly league that was started by like Matthew Barry and Eric Carabell and, and John Hollinger a long time ago. In the late 1970s. Yeah. And uh, we still <laughs> we still roll with the weekly lineups. We still are using CBS. And it is a, it's one of the coolest and one of the weirdest scoring systems you'll ever see. Whenever I write about it, uh, I usually get like five or ten emails from people saying, hey, send me that scoring system. That sounds pretty cool. Because the score is going to end up similar to that of, a, of an actual NBA game at the end of the week. Right. And then we're also playing in a different league right now and i am ahead five four that's more of a standard yahoo uh head to head but i haven't studied that studied that one to see uh see what it looks like for sunday yet the rosenworcel alexander friendship hangs in the balance though safe to say well it's been it's been a rocky six months since uh he took luca right in front of me on draft night and and laughed all the way to wherever he was going about it so, yeah, it's been a little it's been on shaky ground for for a minute, but we're 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 yeah. fighting through it. All right. Well, we'll continue to monitor that. Let's get into some of these waiver wire names. Steve, after weeks of us talking about this guy, it may finally be happening for Isaiah Stewart and it by it I mean him having value regardless of whether Mason Plumley is playing or not. Now, Plumley out on Friday night, Stewart went for 15 points, 21 boards, 2 blocks, an absolutely huge performance. Then Plumlee was back on Saturday, but only played, I think, 16 minutes. Stewart went for 19 and 12 with two blocks and a three in his 24 minutes. So he's 29% rostered. The Pistons play Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week. I mean, I just feel like, you know, Stewart needs to be in lineups and, uh, and let's see where this thing goes. Yeah, I mean, Detroit's record is so bad. It's going to, it's probably going to cost Jeremy Grant the most improved player of the year award. Uh, because I don't think he's going to play very much down the stretch. And Julius Randle seems to be getting all the buzz there right now. It's probably going to hurt Mason Plumley down the stretch because why not play Isaiah Stewart as many minutes as you can and, and just watch him be a monster out there and, and get ready for next year. So, you know, I feel like I say that all the time. Like, why not? Why don't? Why can't we just play these young kids and, and be done with it? And sometimes, sometimes it happens, and sometimes it, it it doesn't happen at all. But like you said, those last two games, man, like it looks like it is all happening right now. No doubt. And meanwhile, Grayson Allen went off on Saturday night. Steve, twenty six points, seven threes, two steals, and a win over the Bucks. I, you had your story about battling Brian Rosenworcel. I have one league where you know I've lost, as I've mentioned, I've lost guys like John Collins, Fred Van Fleet. Kyle Lowry, Lillard, I have heard on that team. It's just been an absolute mess. I had like 12 players in red ink. So I was just randomly picking up players to stream and try to make up ground. And uh, I had Grayson Allen in that lineup. It was it was pretty wild watching him just splashing threes against the Bucs uh, in that win over the Bucks on Saturday night. Now, in April, Grayson Allen sitting just under 16 points per game, three and a half threes in 10 games. Now, he's only going to get you a handful of rebounds and dimes and not a ton of steals, but the points and threes are there right now. The minutes are there, and, and he's playing well enough right now to be rostered more than 20 26% of Yahoo leagues, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he scored in double figures in all but two of his April games, and over his last four games, he has seven, three, six, and four three-pointers, so that average is closer to like five a game over his last four. He's just on fire right now. And 
it's funny. Like Grayson Allen is, I feel like he's one of those guys that you're just not going to feel very cool if you pick him up, but it makes sense to pick him up. Like don't, don't listen to what all the cool kids are saying. You should just go get Grayson Allen. I wrote, I wrote on Friday, some in round balls do something to the effect of a successful fantasy resume should be littered with players that you picked up who you actually can't stand in real life who, who helped you win. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to change the subject just cause you reminded me of it, but uh, you know how you said you were just out randomly just picking up players off the waiver wire. It didn't really matter who it was. I just need some, some bodies in there. I play in this insane baseball league with these, with these people, the friends of my sisters and uh you can start 12, 12 starting pitchers a week and all the points are tied into pitchers. So I, I'm just out there like picking, if a guy's got a probable starter tag next to his name, I don't even look at the name. It's just the first one on the list. I just click on it, put him in my lineup, go down the list, click on that one, put him in my lineup. I'm just cutting and picking up starting pitchers every day, trying to hang with these people. It's, it's lunacy. Lunacy. Well, the next name on my list is Daniel Gafford. Eight points, eight boards, and four blocks in just 16 minutes on Saturday. And that minute total, Steve, was almost definitely that low because it was a back-to-back. The Wizards are being careful with Gafford's minutes right now. But on Friday, he went for 18 points, seven rebounds, four blocks in 26 minutes. So that would be eight blocks in the last two games for Gafford, who is rostered in just 22% of Yahoo Leagues. I feel like you have a, a bit of a Gafford obsession. Like, we talk about Gafford... <laughs> Every single podcast. Uh, it's an Isaiah Stewart obsession, but Gafford is is getting there. Well, if Gafford wasn't on a minutes count all the time the, over the last two weeks, I think we'd be talking about him a lot more. And look at that. The Wizards have won four games in a row somehow. Part of that is because Daniel Gafford is out there going crazy, blocking shots, putting up good numbers when he gets minutes. Uh, I feel like his minutes limit is about to be revoked also i feel like he's about ready to be turned loose and and they're gonna let him play so yeah i mean i'm super intrigued by by danny gafford for sure if you need blocks and we we always talk about this or we've talked about this somewhere you know oh the, the waiver wire is so guard heavy well we do we do have some notable bigs to pick up we mentioned stewart and gafford if you missed out on those guys i would look to one kim birch he had a steal and three blocks on saturday has played at least 25 minutes the last three games for Toronto, right around 11 points and six boards with a steal and two blocks per game during that stretch. He is just 16% rostered, Steve. Well, yeah. And, you know, if Kim Birch is doing good stuff, it probably is not great news for Chris Boucher. I'm just, I'm just going to guess that, you know, Nick Nurse doesn't love Boucher and the rest of their centers um, are a little lacking Three games, like you said, two wins, and Ken Birch is is getting minutes and putting up some decent numbers. So, yeah, I he's another guy that uh, if you need immediate help right now and you need a big man, he's he's probably sitting there. All right, if you need evidence, which you probably don't, if you need evidence that the silly season is upon us, I point you toward undrafted forward Najee Marshall, who has been posting some big stat lines of late for the Pelicans. That includes a 16-point, 11-rebound, 6-assist, 2-steal, 2-3-pointer gem on Friday. The caveat here, Steve, is that Lonzo Ball had been out and was on a minutes limit in his first game back when Marshall had that big stat line. I think Lonzo only played like 20 minutes. So, 
we're recording this before Sunday afternoon's Pelicans matinee. So I would be checking back to see what Marshall did on Sunday afternoon before you, if you're hearing this. But if you look at that Sunday box score and you see more minutes for Lonzo and you see more good numbers for Marshall, then I think we can start to believe this is a thing. Well, he scored at least 14 points in three, three of his last four games. So, and he's had what 16 and 14 in back-to-back, averaging a double-double over his last two. His assist numbers look pretty nice. He's getting some multiple steals. He's hitting three. So there's a lot to love. Now, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I missed the entire Najee breakout party because Friday night was chaos in, in Key West, Florida, as you can probably imagine. And then Saturday, I drove for how many hours in a day, Matt? Like 20, 24? In a day is I, typically I 24, I, yeah. I think I drove like 20, 23 hours yesterday. So That's a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, I missed the whole Najee experience, but I'm looking forward to checking some of it out after we take this. All right. Well, one more that you might have missed as well. Another undrafted forward, Paul Watson, absolutely lit it up for the Raptors on Friday. 30 points, eight three-pointers in his first career start. I believe all of that damage in just 26 minutes. Kind of the perfect storm because, you know, Lowry didn't play, Siakam didn't play, Ananobi didn't play. So it may have been the ultimate one-off because of all of that rest for the Raptors. But then again, this may not be the end of Raptors rest. So this is another one. When you're hearing this, check back on that Paul Watson Sunday box score because it's going to be telling, I think, for whether that was a blip or something a little bit more. Yeah, that was really the first time he's really done anything. He had a 12-point game at the end of end of March. But yeah, that was an explosion uh, on Friday. And how is my guy... Uh, Malachi Flynn holding up. Flynn, I think, had six points, eight assists, a couple of steals in that game. As I said, no Lowry. Three of 12. Three Mm. of 12. But dimes and steals, even though he didn't shoot well. And he led the team in minutes. Like, you know, everybody's like, he's going to go away when Lowry and and Van Vliet are back. Well, I I was never convinced Lowry and Van Vliet were going to be all the way back. So Malachi Flynn, if he's still sitting out there in your league, he's going to play tons of minutes the rest of the way, too. Damian Lillard has been out with a hamstring injury. He missed his second straight game on Sunday. He was set to miss his second straight game on Sunday, I should say. Enter Anthony Simons, who had 16 points, four threes, two steals, and a block in his first game filling in for Dame. And I think he's must-have insurance while we wait to see how long Lillard may be out. Hopefully it's not long, but wherever I have Lillard or even in other leagues, I grabbed Anthony Simons off the waiver wire. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, uh, he had that, that big game on Friday. Uh, I haven't seen a prognosis on on Lillard. Yeah, hamstrings are tricky. They are. I don't love. I don't love a hamstring injury. So the Blazers are number six in the West. So they're only three up on Memphis, but there's not that many games left. Like I think they're probably going to rest him until he's like 100% healthy because they need him healthy for the playoffs. They don't really. I mean, I think Portland would like to be the fifth seed or you know, stay the sixth seed and not fall. Maybe they can do that, you know, with CJ McCollum and Anthony Simons playing for them instead of Damian Lillard. I mean, they they probably need to just go 50, 50% the rest of the way. So yeah, I think I think that's a good move on your part, picking up Simons. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. 
we come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Just a reminder, you can get access to our League Sync tool, our DFS tools, and our betting tools by going to edge-plus.nbcsports.com. Hit the code STU10 for 10% off any subscription. Okay, Steve, we often say we're going to do quick hits. We're really doing it, okay? Quick hits. You ready? Oh, yeah. I think we got about seven, eight names to get through, and we're going we're gonna to fly through these. I'm ready. Reggie Jackson, last seven games prior to Sunday for the Clippers. Around 17 points, four boards, four dimes, just under three three-pointers. We know the limitations. He's not getting steals, but Jackson playing well. Seems to be worth rostering, and Patrick Beverly is out a while. Yeah, I picked him up in a bunch of leagues uh, when Bever- when all the guards were hurt for the Clippers, and f- somehow I didn't drop him in some of those leagues, <laughs> and I, I'm happy about it. It's he's been He's been fine, man. I like him. I think 30% rostered as of this taping. And it's a little bit hit or miss with Reggie Jackson, but the big games are are carrying his value right now. Josh Jackson is, I mentioned I was picking up uh, just a bunch of players in that other league where I'm just desperately trying to get enough games. Josh Jackson was one of them. He was pretty good again on Saturday night. I think had 17 points, a couple of threes and a block. The Pistons, as we kind of said, are set to rest their veterans a lot down the stretch. That means Jackson is a name to watch. His last five games, he's around 20 points per game. Two and a half threes, just under a block per game in 27 minutes per game. He's had a good season. I've kind of, kind of felt I've I've had him on a lot of teams this season, and I still do have him on several, including the CBS League against Rosenworcel. And it, I always feel like they're going to try to pull the rug out from underneath him and take him and his scoring away, but he somehow just keeps keeps hanging in there. Yeah, it's kind of been a season of like waves for Josh Jackson, and he is he is on the upswing again right now. From your Dallas Mavericks, Steve, Dorian Finney-Smith has multiple threes in nine of his last 11 games. He has at least one three in all 11 of those games. For that stretch, he's around 11 points, seven boards, 0.8 steals, 0.7 blocks, two and a half threes, 34 minutes per game. I think that's pretty much the ceiling for DFS, but while he's playing this well, I think he is quite, quite serviceable. Very serviceable. Yes. The epitome. (laughs) We're going to name this podcast after him. (laughs) All right. Contavious Caldwell-Pope went off in a win over the Jazz on Saturday. 25 points, five threes, two steals, one block, 41 minutes. He has been really hit or miss lately. He was coming off a dud before that. But overall in April, you're looking at around 14 points, four boards, a couple assists, a steal, 0.7 blocks per game, and 2.9 threes in 33 minutes a game, 17% rostered. 
as long as LeBron is out, are you feeling this Contavious Caldwell Pope thing? Eh. Yeah. I'm pretty lukewarm. I'm pretty lukewarm on on KCP. Okay. Next guy. Uh he's been pretty good lately. Reggie Bullock. Last 10 games for the Knicks, around 13 points per game, 1.1 steals, 3.23s, 30 minutes a game. Are you more interested in Bullock potentially than Caldwell Pope? Maybe. <laughs> uh, Bullock, and both KCP and Bullock are those guys. They can get loose and score 30 and put up a monster line, and then they come back and shoot you know, two of nine the next day for nothing. So there's other guys out there I'd rather, I'd rather roll the dice on. I'd rather roll the dice on Najee. Well, I know you love talking about old guys, so I feel obligated to mention Trevor Ariza, who had 21 points, seven boards, a steal, two blocks, and five threes on Friday. That's three straight double-digit games for him. And that's another guy. I'm checking back to see what he did on Sunday because I'm going to like Ariza less as a pickup if we see him. You know, He played 16 minutes on Sunday and had four points. Um, he's been a bit all over the place, but those that, that last stat line really pops. It does pop, and he's he's a guy, even though he's old, he is one of those guys that fills up stat sheets and does a little bit of everything, whereas KCP and Bullock are three-point shooters. And, you know, I, I have more – I'm more intrigued by what Ariza might do than, than those other two guys. Trevor Ariza has been filling up stat sheets since about 2005, right? Trevor Ariza has since, been in the NBA so long. Yeah, he's been filling up stat sheets since I was listening to Grunge. Came into the NBA at 19, 2004, 05. It's really incredible. I mean, what longevity. Okay, sorry. I'm not trying to slow down our quick hits. Don't look now, Steve. Here comes Vandy again. Jared Vanderbilt, nine points, 14 boards, two steals and a block on Friday in, in minutes in the low 20s. He had a steal and four blocks a couple games before that, just 5% rostered. Absolutely no telling how long it lasts, but I feel like if you're in a matchup and you're just... You've got to make up ground in steals and blocks. You just throw Vanderbilt in there as a flyer and see what happens. I mean, can we, can we trust him? How many how many games in a row has he done? He's had has he three. He's had three games with some value in a row, and I think he was out either DNP or injured before that. I'd have to double check. And is he basically ruined McDaniel's in the process? McDaniel's has has yes, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and as we know, Minnesota has nothing to play for. So if they're going to roll with Vanderbilt and give him 20, 25 minutes a game, then we're right back to where we were three months ago when we were all excited about the arrival of Jared Vanderbilt that never happened. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, if you need if you need steals and blocks, uh, he might be your guy. I mean, he's this far down the, the list for a reason, of course. But, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. The last name I got, Furkan Korkmaz. Of the Sixers with Seth Curry out with a hip flexor issue on Friday. He went for 18 points, five threes, four dimes, three steals. I think he had 38 minutes in that game. That puts him on a five-game run of around 16 points per game, two and a half steals, just under four threes. And he's his minutes have you know been in the teens to in the upper 30s during that stretch. So it's kind of all over the place. I think I would just keep an eye on Curry's status. And then you've got Korkmaz as a streamer. 4% rostered in Yahoo. Well, and he's really only played like good minutes in two of his April games. The other stat lines that are bigger in April, he, he's put up pretty big numbers in like very limited minutes. 18 minutes, he had 20 points. 17 minutes, he had 12 points. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think you're right. I think Seth Curry needs to be out for you to mess with, with Corkmaz, but... 
he's heating up right now. And if Curry is going to miss time, I mean, I think he's a he's an automatic play. Okay, that's the end of my list, Stevie. Anything for you before we depart? Uh, no, I think I need to go set some lineups and make sure everything is in order. Yes, get it, get it in order. Going to watch some Sunday afternoon basketball right after this. So that will do it for us. We want to remind you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. We're back on Wednesday with the 4x5 episode. We're back on Friday to talk whatever absurd developments happen over the course of this week, which I'm sure there will be many. Thanks to all of you for listening. Steve, thanks for taking the time. We will talk to you soon. Welcome to Silly Season. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.